Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by the Emom Box, subscription boxes built for people who wad. Get an original box every month on the month filled with fresh gear, wad accessories, healthy snacks, and more, all delivered right to your door. Boxes are curated by fellow fitness fanatics to give you the highest quality gear. The Emom Box does the hard work for you guys. You enjoy the savings. 40 plus percent off. With the free shipping anywhere in the US of A, the Emom Box is the best way to add to your gym game. Use code VOODOO in all caps to save 20% off your first box order. That's V O O D O O VOODOO in all caps at theemombox.com. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by Nutrishop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? You need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Out. <laughs> you can edit, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but I don't want to. Uh, usually don't. There it is. Well, we can. All right. So, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 79. And we are joined by um, the legend who has. Uh, <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. You're a legend in your own right. Um, you have given birth, and you have uh, have great muscles, and you coach, and you're a great human being. So, fact. What else would you be? <laughs> but a legend. So, this is Maggie Kuiper. Did I say that right? You did. Rhymes with hyper. I rarely get uh, names correct, and I foolishly don't even ask. I even asked about spelling. I didn't even ask you how to pronounce it even it's today. <laughs> even that's funny. Um, so yeah, we're here to talk about uh, quite a few things. Um, so the reason. Maggie's on here. One is she's an all-around pretty awesome person, um, but also she works out at the Trivium, um, where where I'm a, a part of, and um, used to coach there regularly. Yeah. And then decided to stop coaching regularly because the baby. Yeah. About that point. He makes it hard. Yeah. And uh, but she has some stuff we're going to talk about in terms of like working up through pregnancy and then after pregnancy. Um, she's basically the same person she was like three months ago or something like that. Um, and she's had a baby and it's already grown up and gone to college. It's pretty amazing. That's not true. No, not um, close. but she's pretty amazing. I can't wait for you to hear about her, but we'll start out today. Um, talking about her 
um, fitness journey and kind of where she came from to be the um, amazing athlete she is today. Cool. Basically elite athlete. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> she loves running. <laughs> loves it. Cardio is my favorite. Cardio is her favorite. It's great. I can't wait. You know who's going to like this podcast the most? Who? Leslie. Leslie is going to listen to it twice. She probably will. Hey, Les. Yeah. What up? I Shout out. I just looked out. at the microphone Shout like I see her. <laughs> That's her right there. That's right. So did you, um, I, I, you played sports. I did. I know that much about you. I did. That's about all yeah. I know. You played golf? Is that right? Not even close. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I grew up playing tennis and then uh, we moved a lot. My dad was a professor of entrepreneurship and he would go start entrepreneurship programs at colleges and he... Wait a minute. So he did an entrepreneur's... Thing. Um, thing, but yes. in an entrepreneurial way exactly. every time you went. Yeah. That's funny. It is. It really yeah. is. So when we moved to Minnesota in seventh grade, they didn't have tennis. And so my mom said, hey, you should go play volleyball. Yeah. I said, it's a okay, net. Cool. It's a ball. It's a net. What's it's a ball. Difference? Right. Just take the racket away. It should be easier. <laughs> it should be. And fell in love with it. Never picked up a tennis racket again. Ended up going. Um, and what age was that? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up going on to play in college on a scholarship, Division One. Um, ended at Belmont. Yeah. Playing. You were um, a Bruin. Yeah, I was a Bruin. Be a That's, Bruin. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. you played uh, the whole time there? Yep. And then um, graduated and never wanted to do any working out ever again because mm. I was sick of being told to work out. Now, is there volleyball... After college, like, is there a thing after that? You can play internationally, okay. which is a big thing now. Kind of like basketball players do. I don't even know. Yeah. They do? Yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> huge leagues. And these, these, these female volleyball players are celebrities overseas. Really? Yes. And you didn't want that? No. Gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I could jump really high, but I'm pretty short. Okay. So international, they all want the big girls. Oh. They want the six foot one and over. Really? Yeah. Huh. Didn't even know. I have to stand for your microphone. I'm not six foot one. No. Oh, <laughs> oh well. I'm not good with height. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you did. You you walked away from the fitness after yeah, that. I did, but I started coaching immediately. Coaching volleyball was always my passion. Ever since I was in high school, I was coaching mm-hmm. little kids. So I picked up a high school coaching job. Um, stopped working out, and then. Within a year, I was like, "Wait, I miss this." Oh yeah. No, right? It's like you're. Your little partner you've always had, and I just let it mm-hmm. hang out for a little bit. Um, and Matt and I, my husband, started working out just whatever we did. I don't know. Now, what where did. did he come into the picture? We met at Belmont. You met at Belmont. Yeah. And he, what did, what did he do? Matt's not an athlete whatsoever. So how did you run into him? Did he just start stalking you at the games? Like He was dating st- my teammate. Oh, we met that way. Are you still friends with that teammate? Okay. (laughs) If Brittany's listening, we're good. Yeah, I think. I think as far as she's married with kids. Oh, so hopefully she's moved on at this point. So no, he was not an athlete. And in fact, when I was a coach, he was very confused by the hours that I poured into coaching and and fitness and volleyball. It just was so foreign to him because his Mm -hmm. lifestyle wasn't that way. So, um, but then he started to work out and. We worked out together, and then he picked up CrossFit at the original Trivium, CrossFit yeah, Brentwood, Hills. Brentwood Hills. He was like one of the OG members, and I told him he was joining a cult, and I told him that it was stupid. <laughs> so, 
I ignored it and I kept working out on my own. And then I slowly started like doing the workouts he was doing, but I wouldn't admit that I was doing CrossFit. So like you did them on, on like the sly or did you yeah, just oh, do it totally. with him every night? Oh, no, okay. like away from him with one of my coworkers on the sly. Okay. So you were like, you did what today? Oh, yeah. wow. That sounds terrible. And like you wrote it down and went and did it. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> did you know what his time was or whatever? Uh, no, I didn't realize it was a thing to compete okay. then. Okay. So then he uh, he did a couple like novice competitions, and then he, my coworker and I signed up to do a competition that he was doing, and I was oh. made it my goal to win the competition, not being a CrossFitter. Yeah. And we got second. Even though you'd really been a CrossFitter, exactly. because you got <laughs> and I think the like, non-affiliated CrossFitter, the non-affiliated. Yeah. Um, so I'd been doing it for a while and then we got pregnant with our second child. So we had a child, um, obviously a pre CrossFit child, a pre CrossFit child. Yeah. Our second child was post marriage, pre CrossFit. Got to throw that in there. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't even assume. Yeah. (laughs) So then, um, I got pregnant with our second and decided if I was going to keep working out, I should do it with a coach. So that's when I officially bit the bullet and joined Brownwood Hills. Brownwood Hills. Okay. And got coached. Yeah? Kind of. So what do you think about that? Like walking into that the first time? The box? Yeah. Um. Like that whole environment. Because that's very different than you yeah. and your friend working out. I think it's fun. It brings a whole level of intensity. Mm-hmm. But then I was nine weeks pregnant. So intensity was not what I was You joined for. nine weeks pregnant? Yeah. Oh. I literally joined because I was pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Why? So that I was not going to hurt myself. I was nervous that if oh, I worked out on my own I'm throughout with a pregnancy, yeah, yeah. that it would be detrimental. So, okay. So that makes sense. Which looking back now, no, very few coaches have any idea what yeah. pregnancy working out is like. Yeah. I would guess the male ones especially. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but you did. So yeah. I'll agree. I mean... <laughs> Just be honest. I've been in the room, but that's about as my only role. <laughs> it's a good role. <laughs> I think I cut a couple of cords. That was about it. <laughs> I held a baby, walked her to the NICU at one point, but that was that was a totally different experience. Ooh, but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that. Uh, so you you started CrossFit there at the Brentwood Hills. You've you, you were pregnant when you started, just so you could take it easy, which is what people do. They join CrossFit so that they wouldn't won't hurt themselves right. even though the news often often says Suggests otherwise, otherwise but, yes um but yeah that's that's really funny that, yeah. that you would do that it was an odd time to do it odd time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it worked yeah and so 9 weeks uh, a few 6 months later yep i crossfitted till the day before she was induced so the day before she was induced okay. on a friday i went to 11:30 class that thursday yeah I think every single day I walked into that class. We had a coach at the time, Judd, who's the man. Mm-hmm. Um, he Is that was, awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I know he Judd. Was 20, 21 at the time. Yeah. I don't remember. Terrified. Oh, I bet. Terrified that this big old 41 week, because Charlie was late. No, was he a firefighter then? No. Okay. He was a waiter and a CrossFit coach. Okay. So he didn't even ha- he didn't even have like the CPR or nothing. Even more scared things because of things he'd seen even. Right. <laughs> okay. There was just a Still forty-one a and fear. a half week pregnant woman walking in his gym every way, every day. What could go wrong? We got burpees today. Are you can, can you do those? <laughs> you know, and the media and the world tell you that your water's gonna break and there's like mm-hmm. this nine one one emergency and that's 
my water never broke, but that's not how it works, you know? Yeah. So I knew that if something happened, I would have time. Well, he's over here like, okay, when your water breaks, like, do I call 911? Do I rush you to the hospital? What's my goal? I'm like, yeah. Judd. Just tell me my role in this. Yeah. Am I, am I driving the car or making the call? What do you want? No worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, and I've said this a lot, especially with people like with their first kids. I was like, my whole mantra was like cavemen did it and we've survived. Right. Okay. And, and there was this one guy that told me that was the dumbest thing he's ever heard. But I still come back to it all the time. Like there are people that I feel at least a quarter amount more smart than they were. Yeah. Um, and and so like if they did, did it, it, maybe. And then yeah. you have like. I mean, I think the mortality rate was a little higher than Probably, but, probably a little higher. But, but like are. you also have like. <laughs> Women who still had to operate in terms of like fight or flight yeah. survival, right? Who still were able to have babies along the way, right? You know, who were not taking women are not dainty flowers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say that they're <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't think they are either, at least not mine. That's not my experience in my house, <laughs> no, but I, I do feel like, especially so, the entire pregnancy with Charlie, I was still working part time at the school that I coached at. And the number of people who were genuinely concerned with my well-being or with the baby's well-being because I was lifting weights uh-huh. was alarming. Yeah. I mean, alarming. Like, they wouldn't even let me move a desk in a classroom. Oh, you can't move that. You can't lift that. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you how much I deadlifted the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, funny. Yeah. It's true. There's definitely this this stigma that as soon as... But there are times to be careful. Sure. Obviously, throughout pregnancies. Yeah. It doesn't mean be stupid. No. And know? especially high-risk ones. And things do happen. But um, I was surprised by the number of opinions that were interjected mm-hmm. into what I was doing. Well, and it's just like anything. Anybody that has their own fears and insecurities automatically get put on other people right. when, when, they're, when they yeah. see it in action. Yeah. Um, and, and that's always interesting like that even happens with um like people who have battled like weight and stuff like that like those those insecurities are put on people all the time totally um like i was just yeah i was thinking about back in the day when i would program for like groups and like teenagers to go do stuff like i would plan them around what i felt comfortable Mm. with you know which is which is totally not the way to do it but it's what we do it's what we do it's what we do it's our uh safety mechanisms that, that kind of, you know, get brought into play because we, it's safe for us. So we assume that this is the way it should be safe for everybody. Yeah. And it's really just, and it's love. I mean, it comes out of love. Yeah. You're trying to protect the person, but my doctor, obviously we should probably do a disclaimer that, you know, speak to a medical professional, (laughs) which is neither of us. But I mean, my doctor said everything I was doing was great before our first pregnancy. I was riding horses, which was a long time hobby of mine. Yeah. And my doctor at that point did say, yeah, you know, yeah, that's You're a not going to hurt the child, but a broken leg or a broken neck in a pregnancy, not so fun. Yeah. So, you know. You're a considerable distance off the ground. And <laughs> yeah, like things it's not could like go a box awry. jump. <laughs> yeah. Things could go awry. Yeah. It's easy to not jump on a box. You can just step up, step down. Yeah. But, but horse yeah. Could, could have some things. I, I remember riding a horse once in a bird, like it's at my aunt's and like flew right in front of it and it just jumped yep. and kind of, and it wasn't bad. It didn't buck me off or anything, but, but it, it was enough have. to like scare the junk out of me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, go, Come get me. <laughs> Ready to get off this thing. Um, I think that horse was pregnant at the time too. Anyways. There you go. So you can't ride a horse pregnant, but you can ride a pregnant horse. Yeah. Got it. That's the way it works. 
All right, and so the first birth went well and all that, all that, and then you uh, immediately went back into the gym, is that right? I did. Yeah. I went back into the gym when she was five and a half weeks old. Probably not my smartest move. Now, why? Um, I just think I had the mentality of, like, I did it up until, now I'm going to do it again, okay. and I don't, I don't know if it was a vanity thing of just wanting to get my body back or if it was a competitive thing about, you know, I can yeah. do this. I'm an athlete. Stubbornness. Um, could be stubbornness. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm nursing that in you, but I mean, maybe. <laughs> could be there. But um, so what happened throughout um, the first or the throughout that pregnancy and then after is I developed the diastasis recti, which is. Your, I don't know what that your is. Your abs separate. Oh, when you're pregnant, I've heard of it. very okay, common, yeah. but if you aren't mindful of it, then it can stay that way. So that it did. Okay. Um, so I didn't, though I thought I was getting coaching and it wasn't to the fault of the coach. Um, definitely not Judd's fault. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't aware of that. No one told me about it. I didn't yeah. know it was a thing. Um, so there were certain things I could have done before the birth and after to probably better care for that. Interesting. The first or that time around. And you had a, a natural birth, right? Like this isn't C-section or anything like that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which is a natural whole nother. with all the medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily unmedicated, but um, right. this was, you know, the, the C-section is quite, quite a different recovery. Right. Quite right, a different, right. you know, issue. Surgery. And, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're being cut open and that's not what you had. So I just no. wanted to be clear. Yes. People were like, wow. Yeah. You know, and, and this is such a hot topic. It is. With moms. It is. And, um. The hashtag fit mom. Yeah. And I've worked out with, with multiple now, like women who are pregnant and, and mm-hmm. did amazing jobs and, and came, um, away from that and, and came back in right after their birth. And, um, and so I've seen it happen and those are all very normal, good, healthy pregnancies. You yeah. know, they're not necessarily the, they're not the C-sections. They're not the ones that, you know, have, yeah, high risk or not, you know, gestational diabetes or, or anything like that that's right. going on. Um, so, um, it, it can be done, but there's a lot of, a lot of people out there that, that think quite a bit differently and they're very, every person seems to be super passionate about their side yeah. of it. But isn't that parenting? <laughs> Maybe. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, some of it, I mean, well, I don't know. Some of it seems to be almost Cloth religious. diapers versus other diapers is, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's friendship shattering. It is it? <laughs> have you, have you lost friendships because of that? Maybe not the diapers. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, there was a point and it may have been with the second one that we had talked about it because we got like super, I don't know, earth conscious and, and we wanted to do better. Oh yeah. And then we realized like all the work that goes into having cloth diapers. Yeah. And, um, for us and at least my math, I was going, I'm not sure we're helping or hurting any more or less. No, they say it's as much waste with water. And yeah. With detergent. the washing and yeah. the detergent and the cleaning. And, um, and I was like, I, I just don't know. And so, plus it's just plain easier to use disposable. That's true. So I'm terrible. It's but right. I forgive you. Hashtag easy life. That's what America is. That's the way I roll. <laughs> Says the guy who wakes up at 430 to go work out. But we digress. Easy life. All right. So now how, how, much, how much time is in between the first two? Uh, my first two are four years apart and the second two are three years apart. Give okay. or take a month. So the next one will be two years apart. And then the next one will be one year apart. <laughs> That's the way the math is going. Is that not? 
No, right. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, no comment. I wish <laughs> this was... I, I forgot to hit the record button, uh, but if you... To record my face yeah, when that you just face, said that? Yeah. That yeah. face was fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. I wish y'all could have seen it. I still feel it, and I'm not even looking at her. Um, <laughs> so there... Okay, great. Great. So then... Did you, you went back five weeks? You should have done that maybe a little differently. They have I thought about how your going, body recovers. Yeah, and I don't think it's an issue of of timing as much as awareness of uh-huh. what's going on. So, because you of just this, had a physical trauma happen you did. to your body. Well, and I and I think for me, so there's two. If you if you dive down the barrel of postpartum or pregnant working out, you hear about this diastasis and you hear about pelvic floor. Probably heard okay. about pelvic yeah. floor. It's kind of a hot topic at Trivium sometimes. Yeah, we we have comments about that all the time. We do. Yeah. Um, and pelvic Usually floor was never. <laughs> do you have pelvic floor issues? No. Okay. But I always say that before, would be weird. before we go and do jump rope, oh, always time to pee. go potty yeah. first because I've had kids. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and pelvic physically. floor is a thing, but yeah. that wasn't as big of my issue. But but all that to say, I didn't know either of those terms when sure. I went into pregnancy number two, when I worked out the whole time, or when I went back. It was never a, anything I read about or heard about. And I think it was almost a year after Charlie was born. Over the course of that year, I was having lower back issues, and I couldn't figure it out. And everyone kept telling me, you need a stronger core. Well, here I am, nine months postpartum with a six-pack. Like, yeah. And I know, like, aesthetics don't mean muscle, but I'm not a large person, so, like, sure. six-pack means there's muscles. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, and they were muscles, not just skinny. Um, but then one day, just sitting on my couch, I realized, like, there's... Wait a second. Like, when you lean back, there's, like, a little separation. What's really? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see it. See? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I know. And right? so, like, it's it's there forever. That's my belly. Yeah, forever. Be- and, is that, and is that because of, of not ha- taking that into account when you started back, or? Before. Okay. So, it was not taking it into account while I was pregnant. Oh. And working out. Okay. So, as the abs were separating, you know, the workout of the day would be sit-up. So, what do I do to sub? I plank. Well, what does a plank do? Mm-hmm. It separates your abs, and then the baby drops between. So it was causing yeah. like this continued stretching. Yeah. So your body adapted. Exactly. And that's now just the way. Yeah. It is. And every, I mean, a lot of women's abs separate. N- not all do. Yeah. Like I was messaging with Kate about it the other day. Hi, okay. Kate. You better be listening. What's up? And um, oh, by she... the way, Kate, I want to be friends with your husband. Just so you know, I want to work out together. <laughs> Tim Dial. Yeah. Anyways, I tried to friend him on Instagram. He has not followed me back. Not, well, he might have I'm to now. starting to take it personally, but it's <laughs> so okay. So go for the public shaming on a I'm podcast. I'm kind of a big deal. I'd really like to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to lift as much weight as he does, is really what it comes down it's to. It's true. I want it's to be him true. when I grow up. He's a good guy. So she didn't have that. Her abs <laughs> never separated. That's awesome. So it's just one Mine might be separated. I don't know. They could I haven't be. got down to you him yet. You just never know. Next time you do a setup, just <laughs> give it a feel. <laughs> So anyway, um, so no, it's not a timing issue. I think it's just That's an awareness piece. Deal yeah. though, my little alien belly. Well, no, just like just. I mean, I'm always fascinated by how the body works. Like I'm yeah. in and out of hospitals a lot, and and I'm amazed at what doctors can do today and what people right. like can fix and with what they fix it with, and it, it blows my mind. But then through this podcast, a lot of times we talk about people overcoming adversity and mm-hmm. things that have happened in their bodies. 
and how their bodies have just adapted a way around it. It's also why a lot of us, you know, end up with poor technique right. um, because we didn't get good coaching early right. because our body just is adapted to what we sold it to do yeah. in a way that's or not as effective. Yeah, yeah. And, and so if, if I want to lift a weight, my body will figure out how to do that, right. whether I have a broken arm or not. Right, because you know? you're driven to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's such a cool thing. It really is. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. so, all right, so that, that happened. What did you do after Lucy, right? Is that, is that baby one? Is that one? Baby one is Lucy. Yeah. And so, baby two is Charlie. What did you this do after Lucy? Oh, this was Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Remember, baby one was pre-CrossFit. Oh, right. Post-marriage pre-CrossFit. But you started CrossFit while you were pregnant. With baby and two. And the separation happened with, baby, with Charlie. That was all baby two. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm with you now. Yeah. So I had Charlie. Should have used my dry erase board over there. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's people in our family. There's a timeline. No. <laughs> a couple dogs in between. Um, yeah. So then uh, I, after Charlie, well, so I mean, that's a whole nother like personal story of just our journey to parenthood. But, you know, after each kid, we were done. Oh, so, okay. After Charlie, so, we were done, and it was time for me to <laughs> compete and you uh-huh. know explore CrossFit and really get into it. And I did for a little while, but the so is that is that where you wanted to go? Like you wanted to go more competition side? I think so. Yeah, I think deep down, but I think that was the the former athlete in me. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's if not like I it died. can do something, yeah, mm-hmm. then I should do it, and I should try to do it. I'm not competitive. I don't stand next to someone and want to do better than them, but yeah. I enjoy the environment. Yeah, you don't competing. check out the whiteboard every day. No, not yeah. at all. I mean, there's a couple of people I like to beat every once in a while, but... See what some other ladies lifted? Yeah. I feel like the weightlifting side is the side right now that you would check more than anything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's this phase of my journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Yeah. so... Charlie, abs split apart, grew <laughs> that way. Now you have... Six pack on each side with with yeah. a, another ab in the middle, so you right. have a seven pack. It's fabulous. And <laughs> and and what? So what happened after that? You're you now you're done having kids again. We are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> done after everyone. Yeah. So with <laughs> Sam. So Sam's our third. Um, and and at I, this point, how old is Sam? Right now, he's today almost ten months. So ten months. So you you've just had this baby. Yep, I've just had this baby. Um, I took this pregnancy as a real, just kind of blend between the two. And I probably should go back and say for all the women listening that are pregnant or want to be pregnant, my weight gain was literally the same, all three pregnancies. So my first pregnancy, I took walks with my neighbor and I ate whatever I wanted Mm -hmm. and I gained 41 pounds Okay. with Charlie. I ate paleo almost religiously crossfitted till the day she was born. Uh Uh-huh. Gained 41 pounds. <laughs> With Charlie, or excuse me, that's Charlie. With Whoa. Sam, our most recent one, I did a hybrid. I, I ate well, but I splurged when I wanted. I worked out when I felt like it. I sat on my butt when I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it, and I gained 41 pounds. So, so I know which one I would choose. The third. The first. The first, yes. <laughs> I would prefer the walks and ice cream or whatever yeah, well, I wanted. see. So, but I feel like there's such a hot button issue of, yeah. you know, how different, do I think my body looked different each time? For sure. Yeah. Did it recover different each time? Absolutely. Charlie was by far my easiest recovery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and just, in, I mean, hours after she was born, I was walking around the hospital and no problem, ready yeah. to go. Sam was kind of in between just like 
the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got pregnant with Sam when Charlie was two. And like I said, I took that one kind of a hybrid. Yeah. Just kind of on feel. Just really. Exactly. What you felt like that day. Yeah. I feel like that's where a lot of, um, uh, like nutritional kind of coaching in some ways are going by a lot of people that are doing it in terms of like, um, helping with denial and like, um, and going off the wagon. If like you're like desiring like to celebrate and have a small piece of cake at a party, have the cake and have move cake. on. Like, you know, if that's what move you really on. feel like, yeah. have it and move on. Like, you know. Well, and, food is psychological. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's so much of it that has to do with your hippocampus and your... Some of us that can't just have one, but you know, <laughs> whatever. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but have two and move on then. Yeah. Or half the cake. Um, and move on. We move until the cake's gone. It's that second that's what... <laughs> part that's key. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, I just need this out of my house. I'm willing to take the sacrifice. Is anybody... <laughs> You might want to help I me. I can't waste food. I was taught not oh my to waste gosh. food. That's the house I grew up in. Yeah. And this psychologically probably has, has hurt me more than anything in my life. Is like, because especially after having kids, there's always food waste. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'll finish that nugget. You know? And Absolutely. It was like we went to the cookout yesterday. The we leftover had leftover mac and cheese in the craft mac and cheese oh, bowl. Oh, gosh. The, we went to cookout yesterday. We went and did a, a hike and went and saw waterfalls. Um, and then on the way back home, I was asking the girls where they wanted to go. And I love when they see cookout because I can be like, get anything you want. Yeah. Because it's so cheap. So cheap. <laughs> and, but they each get a milkshake with their drink because why wouldn't you? And they always have a little bit left at the end. They're like, Dad, why don't you ever get a milkshake? And I'm like, oh, I'll have some. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and inevitably, it gets to the end. They're like, I'm done. you control at your age. Yeah. And you're full and you stop. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we need, I paid $3 for that or $2 <laughs> less. Um but, you know, yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. So, anyways. Yeah, but I will say, on that note, as a former athlete and as a former person who had a very high-performing body, just in terms of what I was able to do, mm-hmm. that life of in-between during Sam's pregnancy was not easy. I mean, it was a lot like what you're experiencing on your weight loss journey. Yeah. Like, though I said I didn't feel like working out, while I sat on the couch and rested, it was a total mind twist yeah you know of well you should be working out you're gonna get fat if you sit on this couch why aren't you working really out? oh yeah. absolutely uh-huh. absolutely and i'm not saying you know it was it was awful but it was definitely that same feeling mm-hmm. of like yeah this in-between life right the lukewarm life it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be good yeah so do you what what are some other like kind of battles that you had throughout your pregnancies like different ones if that that you can think of now that were a struggle like mentally maybe you knew what you wanted to do or should do but there was this tension like you were just talking about yeah I mean I think there was like I said people often questioned that I worked out and that never bothered me if anything that made me want to go work out more yeah Um, yeah prove them wrong right but then on the flip side I'm a pleaser I always said like I'm a little Labrador like I'm gonna try everything I can to make you happy oh okay um And so when I would receive like, oh man, that's so cool that you work out pregnant. Oh my gosh, you're such a badass. Uh That's a common term now, right? She's such a badass. That would 
excite me, mm-hmm. but probably not in a healthy way. I'd be like, oh, okay, I need to go work out more. Yeah, I yeah. I work out twice today because they said I'm a badass. That's right. Which probably wasn't smart. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was part of my recovery after Charlie was that I just went too hard too fast mm-hmm. because everyone had said like, look at her working out till the day she has a baby. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I'm going to work out five weeks after, you know, and I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to excite them and show them that it's possible uh-huh. and, you know. So that was probably, um, it's a mom thing to not think about yourself enough. And it's always Mm -hmm. been a struggle of mine that I carried through the pregnancy, especially being a, you know, hashtag fit mom, hashtag fit pregnancy, you know, it's like. Fit mom Nashville, Nashville fit mom. It's probably already taken. Probably. (laughs) So let me, let me ask you this. So there's a lot of moms, um, that walk away from the gym when they get pregnant or especially when they get maybe past their first trimester right. or something like that. They start winding it down. Then they have kids. Right. And then they find it hard to get back to the gym because yeah. the kids' demands are so high. Right. So now you're a mom with three kids. Three kids. Um, which that math would be like, what, five, three, and zero? Is that, how, how old are they? Almost eight, almost four, and How did I get that months? bad? I don't know. It's I'm okay. not good at math. It's all good. You're good at other things. Yeah, definitely not math. So <laughs> you have kids all under under ten. Um under nine. There you go. And uh under eight. Yeah. And so you <laughs> somehow can figure, figure out. out how yeah. to and not feel like you're neglecting your child or not feeling like they yeah. are not getting enough of you or not getting the support and love and right. hugs and snuggles that they need in life. Right. Um why do you think that is? So that's a really good question because I think for a lot of my friends um, who don't prioritize fitness, it's because they say there's no time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I could think of a million reasons why it's working. You know, I could say it's because Matt helps out when I work out. You know, mm-hmm. I could say it's because, I don't know, I was an athlete. I mean, you can give it a million reasons, but I think it's just the decision that I prioritized it. And that makes it... Yeah. Yeah. Like you, we sometimes we go at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I choose to pay for a babysitter instead of doing it on a date night. Yeah. Um, it's just a number one priority. It's my mom time. Mm-hmm. Like it's my, I don't need to go walk around Target. I don't, I don't yeah. need to, yeah. you know, have a girl's Gosh, night. that is danger zone for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody. Um, I have girls nights, but you know, my priority is to get into the gym because it's, I mean, it's, it's physiological. It makes you happier. It makes you better, you know, all those types of things. And my kids, they'll every once in a while, no, don't leave. Don't go to the gym or why are you gone? But they see it. Yeah. They see it. But that, yeah. And, and that's where a lot of people back down, you know, and don't go when they, when the kid goes, Oh, don't go again. Kids will always want more time with always. you, and oh, in fact, they will never have enough, even if it was twenty four seven. You know, it's just they the way can it is. cut it off on a milkshake, but not yeah. on mom and dad's yeah. love. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, you're going to get that regardless of if you leave for work. Right. If you like, do you call into work when your kids say, "I'm sorry, like I really want to spend time with you right. today." And or right. do you go, well, we're actually going to do that. We're going to do that um, Friday night, and then we're going to get up Saturday and do something fun together. Yeah. Um, and go to work, or yeah. or do you go, oh, I got to call in sick then today. I'm just going to blow that off. Well, no, because there's repercussions to that. Right. Like and you, it's a priority. You can get fired. You can not make the income you need to support your family. 
Um, and I think the same thing is true for um, working out, just like you were saying. Like, to prioritize that makes you, in my opinion, um, in my experience, it makes me more available. Yes. It, it makes me much more present. Yes. Because I've done something hard, and now my relaxed time is actually with my kids mm-hmm. instead of me being overly stimulated and over anxious, anxious. about when I'm going to fit it in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've knocked that priority off off my to-do list, yeah. and now I'm fully present with, with my family to be able yeah. to be there with them. Um, yeah. And I've always joked, too, but it's true. There's nothing else going on at 5 a.m. And I know people say they're not a morning person and they can't work out then. And I hate that. This and that I want to punch but... people when they say that, because I'm like, who... I, if you took a poll at 5 a.m. with the people I work out with, who is like, I'm a morning person, I'm up here, and Bert I want to work Bob. out? That's I don't it. even think they are. Like, even <laughs> But it by, becomes a habit, you know? Yeah. There's a, uh, it's completely a habit There's a really point. good book I'm reading right now called Atomic Habits, and if you haven't read it, hmm. it's really good. And I'm not one for self-help books at all. Um, yeah. But it's called Atomic Habits, and he talks about this very thing that these habits... It takes time. Mm-hmm. Your physiological self has to change. Like, of course you're not a morning person. It's not in us to wake up at 420. No. <laughs> at all. It's not. But if you do it for six to eight months, guess what's going to happen on your off day? You're probably going to wake up at 420. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You can go back to sleep. But but the point is not, did I PR my clean and jerk at 5 a.m.? The point is I went and worked out. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, I think, the mind shift you have to have. When yeah. it becomes a priority... My priority is not to compete and PR. My priority is to work out. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and and that's and that's what you see at the CrossFit box, not just Trivium, but anyone I've ever been at at, at that time. Right. People cut, show up. They're there. They're going to knock out the work, yep. and they're going to go on and socialize a little bit, but not not, not like the afternoon classes or anything. Right. Um, we socialize throughout. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean. You, there's not a lot, a ton of coaching that happens yeah. at 5 a.m. because people pre- predominantly have been there. They know right. what to do, um, and they just are there to knock out the work, yeah. you know, and get on with their day. Um, but, but the flip side is true of if you truly aren't a morning person, then <laughs> join the YMCA or Anytime Fitness and go at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are times your children should be sleeping that you can make that happen. Yeah. There... There was also, um, I think, a unique quality about like CrossFit boxes or smaller um, workout where you're group working out um, is that when you show up with a baby, there is no shortage of people who will watch that baby right. while you're working out. Right. <laughs> like you, I see it posted on your Instagram. Well, actually, other people's Instagrams. Most other quite people, often yeah. <laughs> of like Sam time, you know, yeah, like right now. It's so true. Because you're in there with the open gym. And it was that with Charlie, too. And, yeah. and that's where, where I was lucky to find a place. And I had conversations with the owners, like, are you mm-hmm. guys okay? You know, and I was then mindful, too, of when he got mobile. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. I brought the pack and play in, but if he fussed too much, I'm like, okay, we're going to have to find, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I've been to other places where up until two years old, the kids in the pack and play just happy as can be. Yeah. Well, the parent works out, you know. Yeah. So don't it, be afraid to ask. No, not at all. And, and, and you know, you, you would advocate for your kid with, without any hesitation. Right. And, and I, th- I think moms especially need to feel more empowered to advocate for themselves as well. Right. You know, even if you have a husband that's not super supportive of it, to make that a priority and advocate for yourself to step up and help, um, I think is important. And and I think it's worth the battle. And I think that they will see the fruit of that. 
Yeah. Um, in in their life, in your married life together, and also within your family life. Yeah. You know? And I think like anything in marriage, and you know, we've been through a lot to get to where we are, but it was a conversation with Matt because I've been mm-hmm. doing some working out either during the day or in the evening, which requires more of him. And it yes. wasn't just, Hey, I want to do this. It was okay. I need you to understand. Here's what my day looks like. Here's why I need that. You know, mm-hmm. th- it's more than just, can I go work out? It's yeah. It's a deeper conversation. Like right. you're saying. Yeah. Um, it's just like, you know, my, my wife does boxing and, and also coaches and um, works out at a place called Freebird down the road here. And you know, she goes, this is this is the time, and I'm like, great, let's make it happen, like right. whatever it is, because yeah. you know, I, and and granted, I go when there's nothing happening, right? You nothing know? goes on at five a.m. and and that's some some of that is family, you know, like I want to not take time away from my family, yeah. But the other part of that is nothing is going to get in the way, like you said, there's nothing else happening. Right. You're and, not distracted, yeah. If I wait till the afternoons, right? Then I have work that will call me out of that every exactly. single time, you know. Yeah, and so it's tough, but 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 yeah, please please. uh you know, have that conversation. Yeah. It's worth the fight. It's worth the conversation. You know, if it gets a little hairy every now and then, which it will. It will. Um, because, you know, there's stress and they'll come into play some weeks. Yeah. And you'll be like, I have to go. And your your husband might be like, well, I just got done with this. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm or done. The baby's I just need a break. Or... Yeah. Throw a beer at him and run out the door. You know, I mean, whatever <laughs> you got to do. <laughs> and in the end, too, it's an hour. Yeah. And that's what Matt has always said. You know, I can do anything for an hour. Mm-hmm. Back when I was still nursing, <laughs> I don't and... know if that's true. Just just for the record, but but yeah, whatever whatever true. he gets through with it. But his point being, <laughs> if the baby cries for forty minutes, it's okay. Yeah, you know he'll he'll be okay. Yeah, that I think that I just had a conversation with somebody about that the other day about crying babies. Like the first one is the worst. The first baby, and if it cries Some a people, lot, it's nails on a chalkboard. Not me. Well, I'll roll. Well, really, it's it's like. Um, most people don't know if that means they're going to die, like they're going to cry <laughs> themselves to death. Well, they can, yeah. And so that, I mean, they just pass out and they'll wake back up mm-hmm. and start crying again. It's fine. But not that I've seen that happen, but, you know, whatever. whatever. Things happen. Yeah. And, but to get past that knowledge of like, okay, so if they cry for like 10 minutes, they're not going to die. No. Okay, that, that's yeah. a great revelation. Because the first one, you know, you, you get all the pictures made. You may even make videos. We just watched someone's uh, child video in front of their kids, and, and they're like, where's my video? And they're like, yeah, we didn't do that for you. Nope. Um, but it was the first child that gets it. And, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. No. And and you think everything is going to kill your kid, and all totally. the germs are going to, like, corrode their bodies all of a sudden. Um, and then, then, like, the second one, you're like, lick whatever you want. Let's go. So I was the opposite. Were you? I got more anal. It doesn't surprise me with you. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> roll with the punches, roll with the punches. And then the more I realized how special, it, like each one, yeah. I realized how special it was. And I was like, oh, wait, no, stop. Film everything. Yeah. Don't die. You know, whereas the first time I was like, you got this kid. <laughs> yeah. We can make more. Yeah. There's time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were done, remember? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Forgot. That's okay. Forgot. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying I've thought that before. But right. there are times in my life, still young, you can make another <laughs> one. It's fine. Do what you want. Don't listen to me. <laughs> See how that works. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. So if you were sitting down with a young married couple and they were like, listen, we're, we're thinking about having a baby. Um, what What are some parting wisdom that you would say as someone that's laid back, has been through it, <laughs> that feels like, that you've approached things through different ways. You've right. you've seen the result of that. You've seen 
um, what happens when you've made certain choices and what happens when you don't and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Are there, are there, is there some parting wisdom that you would say, you know, I'll just tell you this. Here, here's what I think about. The marriage has to come first. Mm. That's so the, what do you mean? Just, it's what we were just saying, but it's what I always say. I actually, every year, go talk back to this, or go talk at the school I used to work at about. I go talk back to I go them. talk back to these high schoolers <laughs> um, about marriage and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll never say anything else, but you've got to, you have to put the marriage first. Yeah. Um, you have to prioritize each other because you're the unit that's taking care of the kid. And as a woman, um, and this is, I know, not a spiritual podcast, but the the husband learns their learns their fatherhood through you. They've mm. never been pregnant. Mm-hmm. They've never carried a baby. They've never birthed a baby. No. They've never held the baby that was once in them. I mean, there's so many. They've never had a baby suck on their boob. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many things that a woman experiences psychologically, physically, that the emotionally that the guy, mm-hmm. you know, so. The husband's learning it through you. So if y'all aren't a unit and mm-hmm. you're just, you know, as a wife tunnel visioned or mom tunnel visioned on the baby, you know, or the dad's tunnel visioned on providing, mm-hmm. sure. so no, that's your thing. Is right? it? Is that right? I think it is. I don't know. Um, I just show up to the party. I don't know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but you bring the party. I bring the party. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But you're, I mean, you're hundred percent right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's where that conversation, like, I mean, whether it's about working out or parenting or whatever it is, if mm-hmm. the woman's not explaining the why deeper than just, I want to do this, the husband's never going to understand because he's never been needed mm-hmm. 24-7. He's never given 24, you know, there's yeah. just certain things that... Yeah, I tell guys um, that you will not probably fully love your kid until about 18 months. Yeah. Like, and just be prepared yeah. for that because you haven't had that experience. Like no. you haven't had nine months. Like, no. you know, like you see some things yeah. and you're like, you've maybe felt it move in the belly and you're like, okay, clearly something is alive in there. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I'm not sure, right. you know? And, and like, there's not this connect, this physical smell and like, yeah. you know, in, you know, whatever thing, chemicals you have in your body yeah. that it's attached to, like, that's like mommy, you know? Right. Um, and so like it comes out and it doesn't care anything really about you. Like it might recognize your voice. Absolutely. But until about 18 months or maybe a year, you know, when it starts interacting with you and yeah. it, it knows who you are and it knows that you are something that's similar yeah. to a mommy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then like the whole game changes. Yeah. And of course, like your heart breaks, like when you see it and like it rips out of your chest and all that kind of stuff like happens the moment you see the baby. But like until that time when, when the baby starts going, oh, you mm-hmm. like, I know you, right. I'm okay with you. Yeah. You know, and interacting with you, complete game changer. Like, but we as women then assume, I don't think we realize that. And so then, sure. then you do something wrong or what we perceive to be insensitive mm-hmm. or selfish or whatever we view it as. And really, oftentimes, I feel like it's a case of looking back and realizing... Like, he does not know what it feels like to not sleep, whether, even if he gets up to feed, yeah. I still don't sleep. Mm-mm. You know, there's just a certain instinct that we can't let go of that guys will never understand. No. Nope. Which is why we have to be in you. But I'll also never be the dad to my two daughters. Sure. Right. I'll never know what it feels like for you as yeah. a dad of two girls yeah. to be terrified of X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. or to be protective in X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Why you start walking around the house with a shotgun in your hands? I yeah. mean, you know, there's a lot of things. I joke about it, but weird. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. 
we need each other. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're created to be. My philosophy is I just make an example of the first boy that shows up. <laughs> Do it. His life will be ruined. His life will be ruined. It will never be the one she ends up with, of course. That's fine. I just need to start no, the rumors. No, it'll be because of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, I mean, well, yeah. Well, most likely it's not going to be anyways. That's why he can be, you know, he can be wasted. He's going to be collateral damage. <laughs> it'll be fine. It's the long-term success of my daughter. Uh, yeah. But there, yeah, in... You know, and those relationships, especially as, as teenagers, like working with teenagers for so long, seeing those relationships change yeah. in the midst of like hormone development of like his his idea. attachment and connection with his daughter is going to be completely different. Totally. And even then as yours will be, but mm-hmm. yours with Sam will be akin to his exactly. and the girls, yeah. except for, you know, in, yeah. in a different way, like, you know, boys and mamas. I mean, you just can't, can't make that any better he's my little boyfriend yeah he's everything yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good so that's my advice yeah and, yeah and that's perfect um because it's so easy to get sw- swapped up um swept up swept up swept. into the kid focus like 100 percent. Right. it's so it's such an easy and thing the to do self-focus i mean I'm, yeah. there was a time I mean, just going back to this whole fitness route where it like everything became a to-do list. Like, did you feed the kids? Did you work out? You know, did mm-hmm. you, did you, did you, did you? Did you shower this week? Right. <laughs> or the day, but whatever. You know, no, and I don't so. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. I have not showered today. <laughs> just kidding. I stink. <laughs> I'm repulsive to myself right now. I'm glad you're not on this side. Oh, man. Yeah. That's fantastic, though. And something that people don't talk about or even realize that is going on um, within their relationship is is pouring into that. And it is so important. It is. Because the things that you have just made are going to base all their relationships off of what they're seeing from you. It's true. Yeah. And so those girls are going to look for what they have experienced in life. And if that's absenteeism and if that's you got to do something special to get my attention, then that's what's going to come out. Whew. Over and over again. It's heavy stuff. Does Barbell Voodoo let you talk about that on here? I can talk about whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. We can talk about a lot of things. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, there's sometimes we get like super, uh, super religious too sometimes, but. Sometimes. Yeah. You never know. Never know what's going to happen. Nope. That's why it's keep people on their toes. Well, I, I've loved every bit of this. I learned some things Thanks. I didn't even know about. Hey, I've, there I've you heard go. people talk about the splitting of the stomach. It's a real thing. And all that. Um, but I didn't really understand that. Yeah. You know, I don't Me know that I still do. I've been to but... quite a few doctors. Actually, no one understands it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Pelvic floor health is a real thing. Yeah. And that's a thing that people work on yeah. a lot. That's a big buzz thing right now. It is a buzz thing right now. Yeah. It is. But it's real. But it's real. It yeah. should be a buzz thing. Mm-hmm. Because it became a buzz thing when fit pregnancy became a buzz thing. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because we used to be delicate flowers, remember? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been in a relationship with any of those, Delicate but I'm sure flowers. they're great. Yeah. I've never been one. Yeah. I'm friends with a few. I think I just had a really strong mom growing up, and yeah, so like I was never interested too. in like weak people. Is that Yeah. Weird? Yeah. So like I have a super, yeah. super strong wife. <laughs> Two strong daughters. <laughs> that is for sure. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. One of them is more subtle about her strength because she goes after me, but she's more <laughs> just like me, but... She's got it. Anyways, um, so great. I, I, I've i loved it. I, I wanted to hear about this because I've seen it from afar. And, yeah. um, and people don't, people talk about it in such weird ways. I know you wouldn't talk about it in a weird way. Um, <laughs> just because you're laid back. Like you're not going to be like, 
I don't know why every woman isn't doing this and they need to get out no. there and do that. And, and you're, you're lazy and you hate your kids if you're not working out. Like there, there's people like that, body. Yeah. you know, and one of my best friends is one of the healthiest physically, emotionally, spiritually. She's so healthy. She hasn't seen the inside of gym a day in her life yeah. ever, ever. Now I genetics works in her favor Yeah, and maybe she has. So sorry, but, um, you know, it's, it's a whole body thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's, I think this journey of three kids has taught me that, I mean, I, right now, I mean, we didn't even talk about post-Sam and I know you want me to stop rambling, but. No, we, we can talk uh, about post-Sam. You got more in there? <laughs> oh yeah. That's great. <laughs> we'll, we'll chill. Uh, but you know, post-Sam, I don't think I've crossfitted, but 12, 15 times, maybe. I feel total. like, I feel like you've been there like a week after and you've been there ever since. I don't know. Is yeah. that not right? No, it's not right at all. No, Check man, the just... whiteboard. <laughs> so weird. I feel like it. About once a week. Um, and you see my movement pattern yeah. when we get to the Metcon. But I've just learned that. Okay. Um, now, okay. Okay. Now, wait, wait, wait a dang minute here. Was it this week? I think it was this week. I haven't been at Maybe. the gym this week. Okay. It was last week then. Last week, there was a workout that you were at and I was at. You took a bathroom break in the middle of it. <laughs> And still did more rounds than I did. I'm still a little mad about that. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> but I was modifying the movements. I don't care. I, I, it's I, pelvic floor health. Okay. Yeah. I mean, But gosh. no, we just, I've just learned that I have to listen to my body. And it's cheesy and everyone says it, but it's like mm-hmm. what you're saying. You actually have to listen to your body, but you also have to listen to your mind and your spirit and, yeah. your, and your emotions and... The third kid is a game changer. If you're out there thinking about it, like, do it, man. I love Sam, but just be prepared. It's a game changer. Yeah. Um, But I've had to realize that when I get my mommy hour to go work out, it has to be something that I enjoy. My mommy hour. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have my happy hours, so I need yeah. my mommy hours. But I enjoy lifting, and mm-hmm. so that's where I've just poured my time. And if the Metcon looks appropriate enough that I'll do it. Otherwise I just don't go. I mean, I what do you mean appropriate enough. What like I can either no running. Yeah. Or, you know, no assault bike or no rowing or no, <laughs> no, cardio. <laughs> no cardio or no gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start going your plan. I think I'm I hate telling all those you, things, <laughs> but I've found myself, I'm at the same weight that I was before the kid. Yeah. I feel great about how I look. I feel great about how I perform, but I'm really happy. Yeah, because and you I'm, said ten weeks. Is that what you said? Excuse me. How how long has it been? How old Sam? Ten months. Ten months. Yeah. Huh. Go figure that. Ten months. Really, it's been ten months. Yeah. Almost a year. Yeah. August. I don't believe it. Okay. I don't believe that at yeah, all. Yeah, it didn't happen. I wasn't there. Why do things go so fast like that? No, oh, dude. Man, it's true. Like days are long and yeah. years are short. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it's been ten. You already corrected me that, and I still had 10 weeks in my head. No. Yeah. 10 weeks would... No. No. 10 months, and... So all that to say, it's... Yeah. Uh, this now post-Sam has been like, just do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Nobody... I don't have to do gymnastics. No one's telling me to. Mm-hmm. Well, they are, but I yeah. don't listen. But then when you snap back, they back off real quick. They do. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. Well, okay, whatever. They move on. <laughs> I I think it's a challenge for many people to understand what it means to listen to your body. Yeah. And like it's scary. Well, 
I think there are a lot of voices within ourselves. Right. Um, like I have a super loud voice that's like, nah, you should totally pick up a new TV show and binge watch it. Don't worry about working out. But that's not your body like talking. Like sleep in. But the, it's in there. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> it's coming from somewhere. It's not external. Okay. <laughs> this is this not internal. My <laughs> and so like I would like to listen to that inside my body. Um, yeah. Or if I wake up and I'm like, I uh, just, you know, I feel old today. Like, you know, maybe 40 is just as bad as everybody says. And, you know, maybe I just need to take it easy. Then yeah then I'm not sure if that's the voice of my body or if that's the voice of other things, the the one that hates me. Um, but what makes you feel good? What makes you... Sometimes everything. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's uh, two-for-one margaritas. Well, yeah, I do a lot of those, happy. too. <laughs> Queso is on my nutrition plan. That's awesome. Without fail. I love it. See? I love it. But I think there's 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 there's... But I think some competition in there. But the point, I think, what you're saying is you have to know where those voices are coming from, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I, I'm very lucky that I don't have a lot of muddled voice. Like I don't have a lot of muddled. Oh, really? Conversations. No, I have like two amazing parents who always cheerleaded me properly. I have a fairly amazing husband who (laughs) cheerleads me properly. Just kidding. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. But I mean, there's never been anything. Overly, I haven't had a huge trauma yeah. to muddle, whether it's like a weight loss journey or a you know, relationship. That's just yeah. anything like that. So, But I think that's the key, right? Maybe. Is what's the voice that's listening or that's wanting you to watch TV? I don't know. They all sound like me. <laughs> they, yeah, but, it, but where's that one coming from? I don't know. Probably old Jacob, probably. Right? So that's yeah. my point. Yeah. But because it does feel really nice to just lounge and watch TV sometimes. Well, so do it sometimes. <laughs> like What'd you miss day. about me skipping the gym and laying by the pool today? Oh, nothing. Right? Nothing. It sounds great. Exactly. Except for the laying by the pool. <laughs> Sweating. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Sweat by laying. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But I did have the top off the Jeep and drove it all morning. See? And that was pretty great. See? It didn't work out. But I did get texted of why I wasn't there. And so I did send back that I was helping someone move. So I was working out. That is labor. Yeah, it was labor. And now I smell bad. So clearly I sweated clearly. and did something. Clearly. So, yeah. So I think it's great. And uh, anything else post-SAM? Oh, I don't know. That you're doing, you're working on strength still? Are you still doing um, the separate strength um, Yep, I went and got had? my um, USAW certification. Yeah. So what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Literally have no idea. I have this really bad habit. I got my L1 not because I wanted to coach, but because I wanted to have my L1. I'm like a hoarder of information. Yeah. But not in the form of like, Matt will just read stuff on the internet and literally remember everything. I Uh, want like a list. I want a resume. I want, I got my master's because I wanted my master's. Uh I got my L1. And it's not a pride thing. It's just to like, that's how I believe I get information. Sure. Programs mm-hmm. teach me. I'll yeah, structure. Money. Teach me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably because my dad was a professor. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So wow. So I did my USAW. So you have your master's in teaching. Hmm. Yeah. Makes yep. sense. I have my master's because I had to. Yeah. Didn't have a choice. See. Well. But I did pretty well. I schooled pretty hard on my master's. I didn't. The other ones I did not at all. I mean, I got it. I don't know what my grades were. Yeah, I graduated with like 
Latin after my thing. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some Latin words. Well, my coaching resume has Latin after it, but again, I don't know all that's of it. Pretty it's cool. just truly because yeah. I feel like that's how I huh. hoard information. So you have you have no no, no ideas about behind it. You no just ideas. wanted to know more about Tell your listeners to send the ideas. I do. I did I wanted to know more. I wanted to get better. I wanted to hoard information. Oh. I got ideas. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for being on here Thank today. You. I think you're wonderful. And I know that all great. the people that listen will also agree with that. If you uh, you know, have any questions or whatever or just hate everything that we talked about today, uh, feel free to comment because most of you bums don't comment anything. And so it would be cool to hear from you. They probably all turned it off by now. I'm always throwing it out. No, it, it's when they hear the music pop up at the end. That's when they yeah. turn it off. They don't want to hear the last few words right. that, that say go follow us on Instagram. That's when I turn off Instagram. all my podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, we still need some followers on Instagram. But I follow so you super. on Instagram. There you go. And I'll repost this, and you'll at least get like three new followers. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I would I would expect Kate and Leslie definitely to listen because Tim, they were they come were on mentioned. Tim Dial. Actually, yeah, I'm just gonna tag them all in this <laughs> mentioned on today's podcast. <laughs> then they'll listen to it. <laughs> Hashtag Tim and I will be friends. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll call it a day. But uh, thanks for your time. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's a locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals. And they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.